Hello, Terri-Anne. Hello, Eloise. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I am all right. Yes, it's a, perfect. It's a good. It's a good snowy day here in Montreal. Oh, we're down into the minus figures now. So, are you? But we haven't had any snow, so who knows? <laughs> You're minus it. In, in Fahrenheit, right? You're still no, Fahrenheit. No centigrade. No centigrade. Oh, centigrade. Okay. Yeah, we're freezing technically. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, so, technically but it's like minus two or three yeah maybe minus six tops oh that's not that's quite cool yeah it's quite that's, cool uh... i'm staying inside that's, that's my top tip at the moment <laughs> <laughs> we're supposed to get we're supposed to get some some warm weather coming up like three degrees four degrees today Woo! it's minus minus 20 Oh, that sounds blissful. <laughs> <Not>. <laughs> I went out with wet hands to uh, no. to uh, throw out some garbage because we keep the garbage in the nice cold and everything was sticking to the doors and I'm like, oh, don't leave your hands too long. I <laughs> know, <laughs> minus 20. <laughs> minus 20, it was quite exciting. It was an exciting moment, you know, <laughs> out there in my pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> all right so, so anyway we're, enough about the weather we're yeah. gonna dive right into this last part so um Eloise was commenting that you know the masculine would uh it has to go through hardship and the feminine and usually in fairy tales is asleep etc etc so i was kind of thinking well yes yes but it's really indicative of how the masculine and feminine work so one of the things that we we mistake readily is that the masculine and feminine have something to do with male and female um it it, it really is a universal idea there's masculine and feminine everywhere so it's the it's part of the attraction um you can think of electricity we have, you know, the the socket, which is feminine, the plug, which would be masculine. It's all in electronics, right? You've got the female and the male um, outlet, which is the feminine and masculine. So it doesn't really have much to do with the manifestation of the uh, individual person as male and female, man and woman. Sorry, man and woman. So we often get confused because you hear masculine and feminine already. Right away, you think it's the woman. Um, yeah. And also the fairy tales depict it that way. So if you're going to have a woman in the story, it's re- it's it's representing the feminine. It's representing the feminine, but in many different layers. So if you think of Sleeping Beauty, she is asleep, but that indicates the feminine that is passive, dynamic. So it's not passive, like not doing anything. Remember, it's yeah. passive dynamic is active. So within me, the, the, the passive dynamic is, is going around intuiting all kinds of things while I'm talking, um, as this is not prepared. This is completely um, using uh, the, the feminine in the moment, but also accesses the masculine where there's structure, where there's knowledge that that I have uh, from, you know, the thousands of books I've read, from, you know, the studies I've done. There's, there's 
it's accessing that, which is the same for everyone. Louise would go, Eloise would go through this, and you listening, it would access all the different thousands of books you've read and the um, ideas you've looked at. Your passive dynamic, the feminine, would engage with the the masculine and come up with something, uh, something new often. So. The, the feminine, even though she's asleep, let's say sleeping beauty, uh, and we can relate that to here's the handless maiden living her life in this, this house, this little cottage with her child. And the, the saying is that she is good. She represents goodness. And that's how her hands grow back, is that she is good. And here's the, the king find you know he finds out that she's not that she's left because there was a threat on her life and he starts to seek her out and it takes years for him to find her and he eventually finds her there and she has lived a good life and her hands grow back that's that's the end of the story that's not, that's the way the story goes in the version i know yeah so um what's happening is that the active masculine Right. So when we're looking at the two sides, so part of us, the active masculine, so that's the king looking for, seeking her, right? They're trying to find her, right? The protective nature, the adventurous part, the active part of us, whether it's male or female, uh, man or woman, doesn't necessarily matter. What matters is that representation is there, but this represents all of us. The king is not representing all men and the handless maiden is not representing all women. It is representing each and every one of us that, that we are all handless in some way and need to become whatever good is, which we're going to explore. We've explored already responsibility that has a huge piece in goodness. Once I'm responsible for myself, I have hands. Well, this is not just for women. This is not just for men. This is for both uh, uh, sexes or um, genders, whatever you want to call it. And, it, and it's for each, for each and every human being. So it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. What matters is the masculine and feminine do different things. So the feminine, so even when you examine the handless maiden, she is, um, she is representing the feminine but not really because she's got her own feminine and masculine. She's yeah, she's got acting in her. Exactly. So there's the there's the layers. The layers, right? One within the other. These things acting all the time. You can't just say, I am this. There's this constant um, transformation, change. Yeah, this is where people don't realize things and like life is constantly changing you know whenever somebody says oh it's the same old same old you're really not seeing life mm. you're you're just looking at some your your focus is on something that is the same but everything is different um the, the subtlety of things we, we often miss yeah. right so somebody says well it's the same the same no it's not it's not um, everything is changing. So you could even sit down and make a list of what the feminine is and what the masculine is, and then tick off, you know, where you are today. Where do you lean today? You know, if I'm running around doing errands 
and working and, you know, doing my checkboxes. I'd say I'm doing a lot of action. I'm uh, organizing things. Um, you know, well, getting things done is not a masculine or feminine, but um, messy versus organized. So organized is masculine. Messy is feminine. That is not a critique, by the way. Um, the messy is just uh, the way the feminine chaos. operates. She can, um, yeah, part chaos. Yes, feminine is chaos, um, and the masculine is order. Just check it out within yourself. This is not women are chaos and men are order. <laughs> no, there there are plenty of women. Plenty. I find there are so many women who are more who lean more to their masculine than the feminine yeah it's it's interesting uh it's it's a great you know they go oh it's a great way to control my emotions i have everything organized and i just followed this this rigmarole well, look uh, at the conmari revolution that's been going on the last few years it's about conmari what do you know that? the japanese lady that it is the 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 joy of tidying so she's got this whole method for tidying up and organizing your home and they've just put a series of her she's had a few books out over the last few years and a lot of people have been conmarrying their homes and things and it's this big thing on the internet you can watch videos of people doing it and it's funny and uh, and they've just put some uh, a series of short um clips of her doing it with people on netflix so it's now here even more of a mainstream because everyone's been watching these videos of her working with these people and organizing their homes. So it's a very, you know, here's a woman coming into the home to organize. It's perfect. <laughs> well, it, but then then we can also bring in the 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 sense that it's practical yeah. and the feminine yeah. is also practical. Yes. Okay. And organization is masculine, so she likely has that balance, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, if people are 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 being attracted to her, she's got something that is working with people, right? Because plenty of people need organizational skills. I, you know, you must see that in your in your practice that a lot of people just cannot get up in the morning and create a structure because you you can't have masculine without feminine, and you can't have feminine without masculine. They if, if the feminine is left on her own, she just flies all over the place. It gets too messy. <laughs> yeah. right? It's just too it's messy, messy, too it's all over the place, too multitasking and nothing gets yeah. done. So she needs to be anchored by the organization, um, consistency, structure of the masculine. Those two need each other. They need each other, but it is not men and women. Yeah. Again, I'm going to repeat that because I can't tell you how many times, you know, I'll talk about the masculine feminine and a woman will say, well, I'm not like this and I'm not like that. No, well, you're not because you're more in the masculine, which is fine. It, it's not, it's not a problem unless it becomes a problem. Yeah. We're all kind of, right? we can change from day to day as well and task to task, but we're going to be somewhere exactly. on that scale. Of both exactly but if you're if you're in one energy too much um you can have miracles that happen like someone who's so 
uh, we say playy here in, in French, like so airheaded and just messy and all over the place. And you're attracted to a man who's so structured <laughs> and he's got lots of money and you can have a maid that's cleaning up after you. You know, this is lovely to be able to do that. And your masculine is your yeah. husband. Could be, could be. Doesn't matter if it's, you know, or your masculine is another uh, the, woman or whatever so it is. There's going to be balance somehow, regardless of the There sex. can be, or yeah. you get what we get in our practice. You're not using your masculine. So just like the handless maiden, she had to figure out how to use her masculine without her hands so her hands can grow uh, back. We, we understand also the metaphor of, oh, that's a miracle that her hands grow back. Well, it doesn't matter whether that story says that they grew back or not. Mm-hmm. It just absolutely doesn't matter. To us as humans, we feel bad and we say, oh, good, the hands grow back. <laughs> but the point being is that she is able to be responsible and use her masculine and feminine so inevitably in some way your hands would grow back because now she she can do the things she needs to do to live her life and the moment that occurs her her masculine shows up she's not deficient yeah so she can take life into her own hands again exactly so this idea that her hands grow back you know often i tell the story and people say do her hands grow back well of course they do (laughs) (laughs) Uh, whether that that happens physically or it's just a metaphor no matter what her hands have grown back yeah it it it, uh, where people go no it matters it matters well the the point being is that even if we cannot make hands grow uh there are ways to give yourself hands i mean this is just so so important in the story and it's almost in a way that uh, you know, I'm thinking about this idea that I have to keep repeating when I use masculine and feminine and I give lists of um, what the masculine is, what the feminine is, and right away people create an identity and use it to um, either uh, defend that they are not like that or go, yeah, 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 I'm just like yeah. that. Meaning you didn't get the yeah. point you think this relates to male and female and it does not. Well, man and woman, I shouldn't say male and female because that confuses things. even in, <laughs> yeah. Cause in, in electricity, you have a, like you have a male uh, uh, part and then a female part and the male part gets inserted in the female part. I mean, in every, yeah. every one of your appliances, <laughs> exactly. it's all female, male. I mean, there's, you're watching this all day long yeah. right? and you know that the, the male is the active cause you have to put it in. And, you know, the feminine is just sitting there passively, but it's dynamic. It's filled yeah. with electricity. So, you know, we, the more we understand this, um, even just simple electricity, simple ways that the universe is attracting things and how it's male, masculine and uh, feminine, uh, the clearer we are on how that dynamic works within us. And it has nothing to do with whether we're a man or a woman though it gets confusing for people because the stories often represent the the feminine and masculine but there's no story that we tell that you haven't used i mean the uh, the feminine and masculine uh in different ways just like the uh the Mer- little mermaid right she has to use her masculine and feminine to make to, to go out and make the choices and so what she wants she goes out and gets and 
it, it's this understanding mm -hmm. that masculine and feminine is is occurring on the uh, within and without. So these again, like you said, the layers were a little bit um, complex. We were very <laughs> complex, uh, but as when we look at things, you know, this is this is something I find really disturbing is to look at it in a personal way and uh, be short-sighted, right? This short-sighted view of things that um, I often run into. Often, you know, start talking about masculine and feminine immediately. Well, I'm not like that. Yeah. My feminine's, not, I'm not like that. So the feminine can't be that way. So if you say, um, and, and you know, I even watch things and the minute you say the feminine is chaos, uh, chaos ensues from women. It's hilarious, right? What are you talking about? The feminine is chaos. How dare you say that? It's so chaotic. And not even seeing that. Well, there, there you go. You just lived into the feminine. Like, why are you so chaotic about it? Just sit down and feel into it. Yeah, I know my. I can. I can feel that my feminine is chaotic. You could say we could call the masculine chaotic. Well, why would we start changing? You know, millennia of of viewing things yeah. like that we're going to start changing sockets we're going to start now call a penis a vagina and call a vagina a penis that's ridiculous mm. ridiculous there's no need to do any of these things we just sit back and understand the feminine and masculine and rather than getting getting upset caught up yeah. in ideology because like this it's so healing to understand all of this and piece it together and accept it and not fight it and not only accept it, but really go, wow, what can, what is something practical I can do? So when I get, like, I'll get really overwhelmed by electronics. Let's say I'm working. Yeah. Um, so I know you, you like um, computer stuff and, <laughs> yeah. and you're, you're it, it, I don't know if it overwhelms you, but, you know, I can figure it out. I'm not, I'm not a complete moron when it comes to this, but um if I'm working with something and then I'm disrupted by something that I don't know how mm. to do, because I've switched from Mac to PC, the emotional part of me gets so uh, stimulated and boom, I go into overwhelm and I can't see oh. anything. I can't figure out how to do it. I can't figure out how to do my task. And I just kind of, the whole system gets shaky and I go, and I, and I talk to my, my husband who, you know, works with computers. And he's like, why are you so agitated? I'm like, well, I'm a woman, a feminine. I'm in my feminine now. She's gone crazy. <laughs> and you're my masculine and you, you, I need you to anchor yeah. me. And he, and he does. He's like, okay, take it easy. Get away. And I go, I get away and I settle it down. And I, it's so obvious that his masculine comes in, goes in orderly, figures things out. It's just obvious. So sometimes I can do that. Yeah. But, you know, I'd say most of the time, because I'm always figuring things out on this computer, but there are moments where it just throws me overboard, especially after a seven day week. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so the seventh day, three o'clock on a Sunday, it's like, that's when I start yeah. to, um, I can't do anymore. Yeah. So, so what is that? What is that ridiculousness? How, how would we look at that? So the ridiculousness is you're, you're, 
being consistent and you keep working when you need to disrupt the working and relax. So the feminine comes in, she disrupts my working and it communicates to me clearly till I'm yeah, rest. I had a example and I'll add the word. I, yeah, and I'll just go time to rest, doorknob. <laughs> like, you know, you're basically a little, you know, you know when you're idiotic. You've, you, you've, you've overwhelmed the whole nervous system with your consistency and it, it, it's not working. And it's, it's a good thing that the chaos comes up. She's wonderful. I love when, when Kali comes up. I love when this, this fiery energy comes up. Uh, post-mortem though right I don't like it in the moment in the moment I'm like ah but afterwards it's like no no that's clear that you've you've gone overboard and yeah that's that's a great thing to change right so that you're 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 kinder to yourself yeah that you don't cut off your own hands yeah right that's so interesting right that we can cut off our own hands yeah right and the feminine, she's this wild card that will come up and and you you're completely disrupted. Yeah. And um that disruption is healthy. It's it's very, very healthy. And you know, the minute women hear that, they go, but I'm not like that. I mean, yeah, well, you're not even noticing how you're acting now. I've had people scream in class and start arguing, and then I'm like, wow, look at the chaos going on, right? And you can't even see your own chaos. Mm. It's so fun. It's quite funny, right? Yeah. Right. Everything's calm and nice. You bring up something like. The feminine is chaotic and all chaos ensues. (laughs) (laughs) And not for men. No, men are like, I mentioned this to the other day. There was a couple I know and he was joking about something. They were having some banter between them about something. And I went, well, you know, the woman brings chaos and disrupts. And then the man, you know, tidies it all up. And he went, thank you, Eloise. (laughs) It was just like. I just explain. Yeah, but he cannot. It, not only just tidying it up, it could could occur. But the woman disrupts when things get too consistent. Yeah, so the pattern to be needs that to be disruption. broken. Yeah. Right. So if I just keep working, 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 what's going to happen? I'll I'll blow my own. Yeah. Circuits. Sunday, I was working, right. and working, and working on this spreadsheet, and I was just trying to get this thing done. And in the end, I couldn't even see straight. <laughs> Like, exactly. My body was like, will you stop? <laughs> That's really funny because it was a spreadsheet for mine too. I like, <laughs> and I'm like, I can't even see straight now. I have no idea whether I'm entering the right numbers or not. It was just like, I was so determined to finish it. <laughs> but I was cutting my own hands out because now I don't know if what I did was right. <laughs> so I'm going to end up redoing that bit and checking it. <laughs> later on right so they it's i'm just trying to or just looking at it saying well the the feminine is practical the masculine is consistent those two working together going 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 till some part of the feminine kind of blows up you don't see straight and it just it eventually stops you it's it's fascinating right because the brain the brain would have its own feminine and masculine (laughs) energy going well now we're we're frying out. Yeah, no, we're that's done. The feminine coming in, or 
when you have a constant heartbeat, sometimes you need the feminine to come and disrupt. So it could be something internal. You could read a, an emotional story or read a book or get a treatment and somebody comes in and moves your emotions and then your heartbeat starts to exercise, right? Um, so many interesting ways to see um, order and chaos that they are required, that they need to um, work together. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about this last night. I was dancing last night. I do partner dancing for those of you who don't follow my whole life. And uh, <laughs> and it, like the the men lead, well, normally the, the lead leads. And the, the being in the feminine and just following. But every now and again, you disrupt. Because they get really, they just do the same thing over and over. And you're like, oh, I'm bored of this. like whether you do it consciously or unconciously you like sabotage what they're trying to do just to disrupt them it's like it's really funny and then we just laugh because nothing goes right (laughs) it's it's funny it's boring if it goes too well because it needs that disruption it does it does Mm. Yeah, almost like perfection could be boring. Yeah, right? that's a very gross. Star Trek Next Generation, where Data could be very like he can play instruments and dance, but there's no emotion to it. It's just um, no, you wouldn't create anything new from that space. They're just going through the motions. It's you've got to play and try something different to create a new a new move or a new um sequence of notes or yeah the whole when you when you think about the intricacy like the masculine is also the visionary right so the upper three chakras are all masculine then you have the heart Mm. that is the the um, harmonizer and then you have the lower three chakras which are all feminine chakras Mm. right so so the you know how the feminine relates to the masculine etc so it's so interesting you have this really the the feminine root chakra is grounded Mm. right and the masculine uh fifth chakra is sorry sixth chakra is the visionary yeah right so if those two aren't functioning the visionary could go way too high up you know start floating away in his vision and and it's great to have the vision, right? When you have a vision of something, it's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's lovely. Here's my vision of what I want to happen. That's my masculine. And then the feminine grounds it and starts um, uh, taking the practical steps. So here's what you need to do. And the masculine carries it out for you. Mm. Right? Uh, but often what people do is there's the vision and then um, the mind sets in, and every time you don't meet the vision, you degrade yourself. Mm, that's failure, or it's that's a failure. Yeah. So one of the things Carl Jung said: if you want to find God, you're and you haven't found him, or found God, not him or her, you're not looking low. Yeah. Like we talked right? last time oh, about like tidying your bed (laughs) tidying your bed getting up whatever you know that you're yeah that you're succeeding all the time and looking low enough people just don't look low enough it's like this general idea 
of what their life is supposed to look yeah. like and not seeing those those tiny tiny steps that are successful every day there that's where god oh. is right um the, the i have a flower someone gave me and there was just this massive massive snowstorm on sunday massive like everything just white beautiful gorgeous uh blowing uh full snow like big snow banks growing and stuff like that and for some reason you know this flower was closed mm. and it just started to go crazy and bloom all day on sunday <laughs> the snow it was just the weirdest <laughs> thing this snow is blowing and this flower is Hello. just like answering the storm yeah. <laughs> in, in this most amazing wow. way. You know, it was just, it was just, I've been telling you it was weird because I'd walk, I'd, you know, be at the computer, then walk back in the room and the, the, the straight shoots start bending to the side. So I'm like, well, what's going on there? Then I come back and it's opened up a little bit. By the end of the day, it's like super opened up. I mean, one like six, seven hours, you know, not even a whole hmm. day. Let's say 11 a.m. And by 5 p.m., this thing had bloomed. It was, it was, it was unbelievable. Really unbelievable. Um, yeah, so I don't know why I'm bringing know, that either. up. but <laughs> Oh, right. Them. Because, well, no, looking low enough. <laughs> looking low enough. You know, watching this miracle occur, the the beauty of the snow, and then at the same time, this miracle of this flower yeah. just just growing. So, you know, we, we, are you looking low enough? Like, We're all, it's you, that you, human trait we've said this before, to always look at the next step and not celebrate where we've got to. No gratitude. Yeah. Right, so having gratitude for what is occurring for every success that you so have. So is this part of living good in quotes? Back to the handless maiden, living a good life. No, it is living good. So li it, part of it is really acknowledging that you know what's going on in in the universe, seeing it as it is, how it works, how it functions, yeah. and of course, you know, not jumping ahead. This is one of the biggest things that we do. We jump ahead. Here's a hard topic, right? So, yeah. so let's say. Uh, so so food is a hard mm -hmm. topic right because a lot of people have so many thoughts about the food yeah. they're eating if you don't have any thoughts and you just go okay what am i going to eat that's going to be the best for my body and then you run around doing trial and error yeah until you find what's for you right exactly so you know last year i've just been doing trial and error trial and error figuring it out i don't I really don't care what i eat uh, I care about it doing the right thing for yeah. my body. Um, but there are times where I'm eating the foods I need, but you'll eat more. And you notice, okay, I'm eating it. I'm eating a bit more. All right. And then it goes away and you're eating a bit less. And then you're eating a bit more. You're eating a little bit less. But for some people, the moment the, this used to happen to me too. The moment the more eating came, it's it, the pendulum is swinging, right? So let's say you've been in this position where, oh my God, the last six months I've eaten exactly the way I believe I mm -hmm. should eat. Then all of a sudden this Christmas. disruption starts. <laughs> um, could be Christmas, could be a catalyst like that. <laughs> or, or just, oh my God, I noticed I ate a little bit more of this, ate a little bit more of that. 
Um, and I can't really stop and get back to the old pattern. Well, that's the feminine disruption kind of going, well, maybe the old pattern isn't working Yeah, for you. yeah. You know, the, when I see that, um, which now, I mean, after 58, let's say I started dieting, uh, um, my mother wanted to put me on a diet, I think when I was four months old. So <laughs> she saw that there was fat on my legs. <laughs> so that she went to the doctor and said, I want, I want to feed her something different because the formula is making her fat. So, you know, you're, you're talking about a consciousness from months yeah. old, likely fetal yeah. life, right? So, so for her, one of the interesting things my mother says, when I was pregnant with you, I gave myself the permission to eat whatever I wanted. Uh, so she, she says she ate a lot. And then, so, so here's this consciousness going into this yeah. little baby, right? Of eating whatever yeah. you want. And, and, you know, you can do that. And, and then you have to die. <laughs> <laughs> and then here I am born and, you know, three, four months in, it's like, doctor, you know, tell me what to do about this weight she's gaining. So, so my consciousness very yeah. early in life, Knew, knew about I think dieting. my mum put me on a diet when I was about 12. Yeah, so I was a bit later than you. Yeah, but it's still a, you know, it's just an interesting yeah. thing to see, right? You've already got this consciousness where, I mean, there's so many little things you have to work through, like deprivation. Um, you know, that was a yeah. big one, right? Oh, if I don't get to eat that, I'm deprived. Everybody else gets yeah. to eat things. Why can't I eat things? La, la, la. And then you get the pendulum swing back and forth. So I'm just bringing in the point that this pendulum swing goes on. And we don't really pay attention to the pendulum swing. Um, meaning we attend to it in a way um, that is something I've done is wrong. Something I'm doing is wrong. Rather than understanding, look, you kept the body for six months in this, this format. Yeah. And now it's now it's really yeah high. yeah it right so, so there's that feminine yeah. coming up so now you got to look at not getting back to the regime you were on there's something wrong with it yeah it's only allowing you to see it's well, only permitting the body to stay on for let's say six months eight months whatever now it's rebelling yeah so, it doesn't like it because six months you've created yeah, a habit yeah. so it's like People say six weeks, but six months you've created a good yeah. habit. And then all of a sudden it breaks, it breaks down. down. What the heck? Well, I, I sometimes find like I do things for a few months and then it's not important anymore. It's like I'll do yoga every day for like four, six months. And then suddenly I stop doing it and it's not needed. And I'll get clients come and go, oh, I haven't been doing my yoga this year. And I'm like, why are you stressing? It's. Do you know what I mean? It's like disruption. It's like if you do the same thing every day, forever, that can be too rigid. Or, or just yeah, inappropriate for yeah. the body. Like when I when I before this, um, this problem occurred with my mm -hmm. legs. I mean, I I always trained. I had a trainer for seven yeah. years. We did this, you know weekly and I followed her program weekly till the, the body went, I can't do this anymore. Um, but that was seven years. And I really didn't want to give her up at all. <laughs> I wanted her to keep coming, but the, the pain was incredible. And I had to go on this new track to figure out what the heck this, this pain was about. You know, now it was getting to the point where I couldn't stand up or, you know, couldn't walk anywhere from walking three hours a day. So it was interesting, right? 
well, now it's interesting to look back. How do you figure all this out? It's still really fascinating. Here's a here's this 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 body that is like a it's like a machine. Yeah. You got to figure out how to how to repair it, right? Even if the genetics went wonky or you've caused an injury um, or you haven't figured it out, there are ways to figure it out. So it is an interesting journey. Yeah. And then there's this. Then there's this. I don't know why this is coming, but then there's this idea that that we've got to leave the house and travel around the world. Now, I'm not saying travel around the world. I think it's really important because people don't see different cultures, they don't see different belief systems, and um, you know that it's a great thing when you're when you're thinking globally. But it is not. It it ends up not being about about travel it it ends up being about a perception uh, sorry a perspective right so how our our uh, perspectives you know i've seen people who travel and never shift their perspective yeah, they're still just, which is they, weird they right? just want their own universe wherever they go yeah it's, it's like, like people... there's no flexibility <laughs> english to... people going to spain and complaining there's too many spanish people <laughs> Right. I mean, that is so funny, yet so yeah. tragic, right? Yeah. You know, the, the whole thing is to, you know, one of the things that when, when I'm traveling to teach, you know, people want to go everywhere and do things and, yeah, okay, that's fine. You go somewhere and you're kind of walking around looking at something. Like, I loved seeing the lions and I loved seeing, you know, the, 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 um, the leopards and, the, you know, and the cubs we got to play with. <laughs> But it was all looking, uh, um, you know, looking at things, which is fine, right? You get in, it's it's beautiful. Um, yet just experiencing my hotel room and how whatever, whoever's there, uh, how you engage with them, it's, I find that so, so interesting, mm. right? I mean, I'm not saying one is better than the other i'm not no, saying it, that i'm just saying that you can find this massive adventure right on your doorstep anywhere. it doesn't mean yeah it doesn't mean you have to go somewhere else to do yeah. it um it, it's interesting i mean uh, I, it's wonderful to go look at things it's go, wonderful to go see things and and then there's this paradox if you don't go by yourself. Like I love going places, renting a car and going by myself or with my friends. And then you get to spend time wherever you want to be. Mm. Right. Um, but when you're what if you go with a tour group and a bunch of people, it's like that the the feminine nervous system gets really stressed. Um being Okay, we've got to go to the next thing and the next thing and this is how fast you have to walk and this is where you yeah. need to be. So it was interesting, like when I was in good shape, I just did whatever I wanted. But when my legs started to go, um, which is a little bit years before it actually happened, um, there were difficulties, um, you know, at different times, it depended when. And I always noticed when I was on these tours and there were more people and there was a, a, a really strict... Um, kind of schedule I noticed my body would seize up mm. it was so interesting so I go yeah this this isn't this disruption now that I'm feeling really isn't built for me right so just noticing all these little things yeah. right you, you start to notice and you realize well what is it that you really need to do that like 
you know, there, there's so many times you go, oh, I want to go on a safari. I want to go have dinner. And then of course, you know, the body can't do it. So you're like, well, so what is the enjoyment that you have here? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just simple things too. Anyway, yeah. I'm not, I definitely am not saying one is better than the other. I'm just saying that there, there is fulfillment in any given moment. And that seeking of more excitement tells you you haven't noticed the excitement that's right in yeah. front of you. Yeah. What right? so you is lacking, we're just not seeing. It's almost... Yeah, there's this constant idea that it's not enough, yeah. you know, and trying to fill that pit. And there, there's there's nothing that can fill it. Mm. Nothing. So here's the Hamels maiden just living in her, her cottage, right? You know, when I was younger, it was all like, oh, no, I want to keep going and looking around and seeing the world. And and then one day it was like, I'm, I'm not feeling anything from this. Like, I'm not, I'm not getting anything from mm. this. Yeah. So, like, so, so something new took yeah. its place, right? Yeah. Just really, it is really desire that interrupts things. My desire to be a certain way or to get the body to be a certain way or uh, get your life to be a certain way, that desire, uh, it's just a, a roadmap to failure, right? Mm. So there's a big difference desire? from... Does this mean we shouldn't desire? Well, I'm not going to give any recipes, right? (laughs) Again, if you say should not, it's to see that desire can be a pitfall. It can it can rise up, but it doesn't mean I need to engage in in that desire or maybe find a different way. So I remember a guru or a monk talking about. you know, once you want something, he says, oh, you know, I was on an airplane to come here and I picked up that Sky Mall yeah. uh, book and I'm going through it and I'm seeing all these different things and right away I want them. Hmm. You know, and he's thinking, I want them. He said, <laughs> it starts to happen. You just want them. Oh, that would be cool. This would be cool. Yeah. And these guys don't even travel with money. They have just like a little yeah. tiny bit of money. To, but they they don't have money. And it's so funny. He's like, oh, I was desiring this, desiring that. So so one of the things that, that I do is I pretend I already have it. Because oh, I yeah. know once you once you get something and you have it, you've already forgotten. Yeah, yeah, quite often. So so when I was really young, when I wanted something, like really, I just wanted it so much. And, and I, I had it as part of one of the goals I wanted to achieve in my lifetime. And as time went by, it's like, this is getting more and more expensive. It was now the price of, you know, two houses. <laughs> thing. I wanted a strand of diamonds by the yard, like real diamonds. Oh, wow. Just these glitter, glittery yeah, things. Yeah, you like the bling. And, and, you know, I went, this is crazy that you keep desiring this. It was like some kind of vision. And I just looked at it and I said, I already have yeah. it. And I imagined it in three dimensions. And I could see it so well, and I could feel it on my skin. Uh, and then the desire went away. Yeah. So it was, it was just really getting getting so involved with the thing I wanted, and then realizing what traditionally happens. Wow, I want that shirt. You take it home, you wear it, and it becomes just part of whatever. Yeah. It's hilarious, it's right? It's when you comedy. think about it. It's it's very comedic. It's I want, I want, I want. 
you dump it in. It's it, there's also those people who um, um, are compulsive buyers, yes. and they they have rooms that they fill up, With- and they never even open the no. package. Or people, you watch programs where people are going through their clothes and they've never taken the labels off, and I'm like, wow, I've never bought something that I haven't worn. I have. Oh, no, I'm, no, I'm like, am I a freak? <laughs> no, you're not. You're just, uh, you know, sometimes I make a mistake. I, I can make a mistake sometimes on the, and it'll arrive and it's like, oh, you know those Asian really cheap clothing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that comes in one uh, It's like sometimes you get, you get the size that's XXXXL and it doesn't even fit a child. Yeah. I bought XXXXL dress. And it fit my 13-year-old niece, <laughs> who's really tiny. So I, it, yeah. it was just like it, a little bit too big. I said, oh, you know, next year you're going to fit into it. <laughs> and this is a child, right? So so there are a lot of things I, when you, you know, I've done and I just leave the label on so I could give it to yeah. somebody. Yeah. Because sending it back is worthless, right? The price of sending it back yeah. is the price of, of the, buying the it. garments. Yeah, yeah. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> uh, you know, so it's certain things that, that I order, so I can understand that. You know, you bring it in, it's like, oh, that just fits on my mm-hmm. arm. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, uh, so I do understand that that, that people would do it, but I, I don't understand the keep buying. No. Right? Yeah. The, and not, not open. And this is not just like things that could fit or don't fit. Yeah, they're buying stuff um, that they've already bought, but they have like no recollection that they've got yeah. it. Oh. And it's also electronics, et cetera. So it's really, really interesting, right? It's almost like oh, yeah. this compulsiveness. But I think, you know, if you really explore with you, we all have yeah. it for something or other. Yeah. You know, something, we all have that sense of more, more, more. You know, some, the, this fear of not having money. So every, you know, every person that, that comes to me is, who's worrying about money, you know, they'll come for a treatment. Yeah. So, so there's something they're spending money on and they're worried about money yet. Let's say they own a house or they're renting an apartment. They've got um, their internet bill. They've got their cell phone on them. They've got a vehicle or they've, they're using yeah. bus, metro walking. Right. And there's a, fear of not having money yet every day they're paying for yeah every day they you know worrying about something before it actually arrives yet every month you pay those bills yeah right it's it's fascinating so our 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 desire for more um rather than saying okay here here's what's occurring and let's see how you know, what are the practical steps I can yeah. take to earn more? Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's so fascinating that every single person I talk to worries about money is traveling, taking care of their kids. They've got a house. They're paying all their bills. Uh, they got cell phones. They're really rich. Uh, it's fascinating. And yet this constant worry. Yeah. And yet they're paying all these bills. I'm not talking about being in debt. I'm talking about yeah. paying bills. Yeah. But even if you have a debt and you're putting something towards your debt monthly, 
and you're not incurring more debt, what's what's the problem? Yeah. <laughs> like don't incur more debt. Yeah. That is a top tip. Right? Yeah. Hello? Hello. Oh, have you lost I think it? I've lost you. So well, I guess we'll say goodbye till next time. And I'll answer you, not that you can, but yeah, take care everyone. Bye. <laughs>